This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And we are back. Hour number two. Welcome. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Had a great first hour, by the way, with Steve House. If you missed any of that, you can hear that tonight between 6 and 7 p.m. as we replay that hour. You can also go to the website, as I said earlier, in the last hour and look up any previous hour that we've had. You can actually listen to it again. You can send it on to somebody else. You can subscribe. All sorts of ways you can make that happen. You can send those on to other individuals. Producer Ann does a really great job, by the way, of breaking those things down. In some cases, even into the different segments we may have in a particular hour. And our show notes are there, who we talk to, the different links, the books, the so on, all of that being there. And a lot of times I'll have actual links to different websites and so on you can actually look at as well. So you can go to our show notes section and always see the recap of a previous Show previous hours in that show as well. Adam Angiofsky joining us now, OpenTheBooks.com. Adam, welcome back. How are you? Hey, John. It's great to be back on the program. Always enjoy hearing your voice. Thank you so much. You have got a report out now detailing a hundred, or sorry, detailing a billion dollars, not a hundred, but a a billion dollars that was sent to an agency whose employees were actually involved in the Hamas massacre. Am I correct in saying that? Yeah, so you got a United Nations Relief and Works Agency fund. It's called UNRWA, and the Israeli intelligence just produced a dossier to the Biden uh, White House, who then turned around and froze their funds finally. Um, The dossier said that 50%, one out of every two employees employed by this United Nations agency in Gaza, they've got 12,000 staffers, and half of them had hard ties to Islam. To, to close family members wow. that were members of militant Islamic organizations like Hamas. And furthermore, 10% of all the staffers had close ties to those militant organizations themselves, and 13 of them participated in the October 7th uh, incursion into Israel. Obviously, 1,200 Israelis died. Right. Two, two employees of the United Nations actually took Israelis as hostages. Oh, my word. Seven of these uh, employees were actually teachers in the UNRWA schools, and, and uh, 13 participated in logistics, planning, including the procurement of weapons. Unbelievable. Okay, so not only did we, as a country, fund some of that through back doors, you know, through other means, Iran and so on, this one, Adam, if I'm not mistaken in the way I'm hearing you say it, we just like wrote the check. We did. And, and at OpenTheBooks.com, we broke this on a, in, in the national news at Fox in October, just 10 days after the October 7th incursion, where we showed that when Trump 
froze Palestinian aid through this United Nations aid agency back in 2018. Biden restarted that, and during the Biden presidency, $1 billion flowed through the United Nations on quote-unquote Palestinian aid. Uh, and we also showed that okay. how this could be siphoned off into terrorist activities. Well, it turns out it's worse than anyone expected. Wow. This United Nations agency, it's agency capture by the militant Islamist organizations. So unwittingly, the U.S. taxpayer has been a partner yep. in terror yep. against Israel. Yep. I, just, it, I read these things, and it just, I mean... I'm at a loss of words, as you can tell. This stuff absolutely just maddens, ticks me off. I don't know what else to say. I guess as a taxpayer myself, what do we do about this, Adam? What you know? What, what I mean, outside of reelecting everybody this November, which by the way needs to happen, what else do we do? Well, we have to educate. And, and by the way, I didn't say that right. Not reelecting, but changing the guard is what I meant to say. Not reelecting. I think you know what I meant. But you know, ousting the bums. How else do we change this? Yeah, I mean, we have to raise our voice, because the story, John, as it always is, is even worse. Yeah. So after October 7th, the, the uh, Biden State Department just admitted and confirmed these numbers. The, the Biden administration continued to fund that U.N. agency to the tune of $121 million extra dollars. Good night. A couple of days ago, when the Israeli intelligence dossier landed on the Biden White House desk, they turned around and they adopted the Trump policy of a freeze. They froze the money that was left, but it's too little, too late. Right. They only right. Flo- they only froze three hundred thousand dollars. One unreal. Uh, hundred and twenty-one million dollars already went after October seventh. And on top of that, where it even gets worse for me as a taxpayer, Adam, is yes, we spent money. Yes, that's my money as a taxpayer. But really. Is it because, frankly, as a taxpayer, I'm borrowing that money, shoving it off onto future generations because we're $34 trillion in debt already? Stunning. Am I right in what I just said there? You you absolutely are. Unbelievable. And and the interest on that debt is crowding out services in real time. Correct. Like defense, like Social Security, like everything else in the federal budget. So – you know, back in March of 2021, Biden restarted this aid, to the Palestinian aid, uh, in, in April of 2021. In March of 2021, the Washington Free Beacon, they did a Freedom of Information Act request, and they got the emails where the Biden bureaucrats were even concerned at the time that by restarting the aid, it would end up in the hands of terrorists. Wow. And Blinken, in May of 2021, he's the Secretary of State, right. he admitted. He said there's no guarantees. We do our best, but there's no guarantees. But he said Hamas or other militant organizations. And he said we do background checks, we do name matching, we, uh, we hand off the list of the U.N. staffers to other governments like Israel, and they do vetting. Well, here's the deal. Our State Department failed. Right. They failed us. They failed the nation of Israel. They failed every single American taxpayer because their quote-unquote stringent policies and procedures, they weren't stringent enough. It's agency capture at the U.N. by terrorist organizations. On top of that, and, and, and you know, I'll make sure that I'm thinking correctly here, Adam. You do way more of this than I do. You know, you openthebooks.com. This is what you guys do on a routine basis. But isn't it also a situation where money – is fungible. So even though we might have all of these stringent ties, sort of like giving Iran, you know, releasing the money that went back to Iran. Granted, that was money already earmarked. It was sitting in an account. It, you know, I, I understand all of that. But at the end of the day, 
all of that money is fungible. So really, you could have all sorts of you know stringent guidelines, and they've got an earmark it for this and earmark it for that. But at the end of the day, it's like it's like a you you and I's budget at home. If we end up with an extra thousand dollars that comes in, even though somebody said you know you know. Adam, you can only go spend that on the mortgage. Okay, great. You spend it on the mortgage, but you just released money. You can go spend other places, right? Yeah, and here's how some of that money is spent when it goes other places. So codified into Palestinian law is one of the most gruesome public policies I've ever heard of. And I'm from Illinois, John. It is the Super Bowl of corruption, and our politicians are famous for pay-to-play. Right. But in in the Palestinian Authority codified into Palestinian law is this concept of pay for slay, murder for hire, pensions to the families of dead terrorists in their budget, and it's it's 10% of their entire budget. It's a big line item. Over $300 million a year in wow. pensions are paid out to the families of dead terrorists. There are 500 wow. employees of the Palestinian Authority that run this program. Unbelievable. And it was one of the reasons Trump cut their funding to zero. So, so and, and to me, Adam, this is one of those things that becomes very, you know, unpolitical. In other words, this isn't right or left. I think most Americans, if you sat down and explained what you're explaining to me right now, would be furious no matter what side of the aisle they're on. Furious. I mean, period, end of story. We should never be subsidizing an area of the world that has, has a law like this. Right. Exactly. Okay, so back to the question. I know we're bringing awareness. We're doing that now. You're on here. Openthebooks.com does it. What else can my listeners do to bring this awareness even further along? Well, I would share our piece at openthebooks.substack.com because I'm going to give you another piece where this is even worse. Oh, geez. So although Biden, after they saw the dossier, they froze the aid. Obviously, most of it was already out the door. They only froze 300000 like we talked about. But all of a sudden, in the last couple of days, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, he's starting to backtrack again. He's starting to waffle. He wants to send more of our money to this U.N. agency that's been captured by terrorists. Unreal. He said, quote-unquote, that UNRWA, this U.N. agency, they're indispensable. No one else can play the role that UNRWA has been playing, certainly not in the near term. He wants to continue to send our money there. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, okay, let me ask a dumb question. If UNRWA, UNRWA, however you say it, U-N-R-W-A, if they went away, what happens, Adam? Well, if, if look, we're their number one funder. We give about one out of every $3 that they spend and for a two-and-a-half-year period, they got $0 from the American taxpayer because Trump zeroed them out. So from August of 2018 through April of 2021, when Biden restarted that aid, they got $0 from the American taxpayer. And guess what? During that period, the Middle East, it's never calm, but it was relatively calm yep. during that period. Yep. It did not explode in chaos. Yep. Trump got the Abraham Accords. Yep. When Biden restarted that aid in April of 2021, Within six weeks, 4,000 rockets flew from Gaza toward Israel. In other words, if they went away, it means nothing. That's right. Actually, I shouldn't say it that way. It means more peace. Yeah, exactly. Let me say that. I want to make sure I say that the correct way. You get rid of them and we have more peace. That's the way it played out. Yep, unbelievable. that region of the world only understands one thing. They only understand raw power. That's right. Oftentimes it comes down to payments. 
and yep. what's at the end of the purse or not at the end of the purse. You are right. Openthebooks.com. Adam, as always, really appreciate you joining us. For those of you listening, please, openthebooks.com. Go there, be involved, spread the word, do whatever you can to help these guys out. Adam, it's always a joy having you. I always appreciate it. I learn something every time you're here. Hey, John, it's great to be on your program. Thank I appreciate you. you very much, and I mean that sincerely. Every time he's here, I learn something. I hope you guys do as well. Speaking of learning, affordable interest mortgage, Kirk can teach you what mortgage works best for you, and it's not like what you see on ads and things that may come to your inbox and so on. Ask Kurt directly. He can look at your exact situation and advise you on what the best thing to do is. 720-895-0500. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. High five plumbing if you've got a problem with plumbing. And I mean, that could be any kind of a problem, even noises in your pipes, things where you're just like, you know, this just doesn't sound right and doesn't, I don't think this is working the way it should. Give High Five a call today, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. High Five Plumbing is offering free home inspections just for KLZ listeners who had freezing during the last cold snap. Thousands of homes had frozen pipes to deal with on top of below zero temps last month. High Five inspects your home for the bad things that can happen after a freeze and they provide solutions to prevent those problems so you're not left in the cold again. Burst pipes can cause flooding in your home, damage to flooring, drywall, belongings, and much more, turning a minor repair into catastrophe. High Five Techs will inspect your water, sewer, and gas lines to spot any potential problems that may have been caused by the last big freeze. They give you an assessment of what went wrong and let you decide what gets fixed with no obligation to buy. So make sure the freeze didn't leave you vulnerable now by scheduling your free in-home inspection with High Five Plumbing. Go to klzradio.com slash plumbing and call High Five for this. Premier Home Remodel, they'll take the extra steps necessary to pre-plan your project. And frankly, not everybody does that. So give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. Premier Home Remodels is fully transparent in every aspect of your home remodel. They take customer service to the next level with their online portal, offering you daily updates, progress photos, and even a calendar to track your remodel process. Their portal also allows you to access benchmarks for payments and presents the licenses of each tradesman on site, so you know you're always in safe and skilled hands. And they want you to share design ideas and photos that inspire you so every aspect of the plan is what you want. 
Premier maintains full transparency by professionally documenting project progress with before and after photos, so you are always up to date. You want a team that will always inform you every step of the way with your remodel. Contact Premier Home Remodels by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. All right. Do you want to save money on your electric bill? You might be able to do that with solar from Level Engineering and Alan Davis. Call Alan today and find out how. 303-378-7537. Alan Davis of Level Engineering wants you to have the whole story about saving money with solar. Everyone knows that solar power saves you money. But the most important savings are all those dollars you won't have to pay the power company. For most homes, that will mean paying thousands less for electricity annually. And the average tax credit for installing solar in your home is 56%. That's more money in your pocket. In addition to the money that you will save each month, solar can add $15,000 or more to the value of your home. And homes with solar panels sell faster than those without. Today's solar energy is a great financial decision on your part when you work with Alan Davis. Alan is the solar money-saving expert. So talk to him directly by going to klzradio.com solar for a free, no-obligation consultation. Putting reason into your afternoon drive. This is John Rush. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Now, a story you're probably not going to hear on any major news network. I believe Joe sent me this. The election denier herself, and no, this isn't somebody from the right. This is Stacey Abrams. Yes, she is a huge election denier, by the way, which you'll never hear anybody on the left talk about or any news agency talk about, unless it's on the right. Her nonprofit is imploding after shelling out millions in failed election fights. Now, she also paid some hefty salaries and some things along those lines, but her nonprofit, Fair Fight, is laying off the majority of its staff, according to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Fair Fight, a group Abrams founded to combat alleged voter suppression in Georgia, will be laying off 75% of its staff and significantly narrowing its scope of operations. The organization holds $2.5 million in debt, but only $1.9 million in cash. Finances haven't always been an issue for her nonprofit. Yeah, she's had issues in the past along these lines. So it has raised, Fair Fight has raised more than $100 million during its first three years of operations, according to the AGC. And Fair Fight Action, Fair Fight's political arm, even aired an advertisement during the 2019 Super Bowl promoting Abrams. Things have become have seemed to become going downhill for Abrams' nonprofit after the 2020 election cycle. Fair Fight Action had more than $21 million in net assets at the end of 2020. The figure dropped to around $3.4 million in 2021 and again to just over $1.5 million in 2022. More recently, a court ordered Fair Fight Action to pay about $231,000 in legal fees after it lost... A year-long battle alleging voter suppression in Georgia, the Washington Free Beacon reported. In addition to compensating Georgia for its serious allegations, Fair Fight Action spent more than $25 million on legal expenses between 2021 and 2022. Much of the cash raised by Fair Fight directly benefits Stacey Abrams and those closest to her. Of the millions, the nonprofit spent on legal fees between 2021 and 2022 
More than $9.4 million went to Lawrence and Bundy, a law firm where Abrams' former campaign chair, Allegra Lawrence Hardy, is a partner, according to tax documents. Disclosures also show that Fair Fight donated $1.5 million to pro-Abrams' political commi- committee and that the nonprofit dedicated $2 million worth of staff time to assist Abrams during her second run for governor, according to the AGC. An ethics watchdog group had previously filed an IRS complaint alleging that fair fight action violated federal law by focusing on promoting Abrams' political career instead of its stated mission of protecting voter rights. We will adapt to this new phase of the fight for democracy by restructuring the organization to focus on how we serve Georgia and American voters for 2024 and beyond, the group said. Fair Fight did not immediately respond to the Daily Caller News Foundation's request for comment. This is by the way this article comes from the Daily Caller. We'll put it up in our show notes. So, again, you rarely, if any time, will ever hear from anybody on the left talking about Stacey Abrams being an election denier, although she's one of the biggest. People think Trump's a big election denier. Stacey Abrams is bigger. She just isn't as well-known and as as um, much of a target probably would be the way to say that as Donald Trump is, and she's on the left versus the right. So I'll leave you with that. We'll take a quick break, come back to our next guest. Golden Eagle Financial is next, by the way. And again, Al would love to help you with your future financial uh, goals, being able to get to where you want to go and stay there. And Al's got a seminar coming up on February the 10th. Call and find out more about that. You can find Al at klzradio.com. There's a new reality in planning for retirement, and Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows how to help you navigate it with success. You hear the arguments about Social Security, and many people are worried that they won't get out of it what they've paid into it. Al knows how to prepare you for that in case you don't get the benefits you expect. Your grandparents had pensions, but employers have shifted to making you responsible for retiring on your own. Al can help you strategize using securities like 401ks and IRAs as individual parts of your overall plan and advise you on making tough decisions like adjusting to your risk tolerance or making room for the things you want to do in retirement. Take control of this new reality and reach out to Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial today for a free no-obligation consultation by going to klzradio.com slash money. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. All right, with KNR, you get two realtors for the price of one. One of them, by the way, is super, super strong in the staging end of things, making sure that your home looks correct when you go to sell it. And then that, and that's, by the way, Cat Robin is the other side of that with the financial background to make sure that you and your money are protected and you get the maximum amount of dollars out of your home. Give them a call today, 720-437-8210. When you have an inherited home, you need a real estate advocate on your side to know where to start. Cat and Robin of K&R Home Transitions 
are here to walk you through the steps with complete transparency. They also know exactly what will make a house sell, and they work exceptionally hard until your inherited home is sold for the highest price possible and as quickly as possible. Inherited homes often need a lot of work, as we have mentioned many times, and Cat and Robin know how to get everything done with their network of contractors and partners. They also know when you should spend money on a fix and when to wait because the repair or remodel is not worth the benefits. Cat and Robin are your true real estate advocates and they protect you from the mistakes and bad decisions that are bound to happen without their experience and advice. You must contact Catherine and Robin to get your inherited home sold. Just go to klzradio.com slash home or call 720-437-8210. Solutions for you and your home. That's Genesis 1-3 Electric. Call them today. Find them at klzradio.com. Genesis 1-3 Electrical considers you family. Maintaining this focus is what has made them Denver's leading electrical company. Dustin Fulton, owner at Genesis 1-3 Electric, has a large family and teaches them the value of sticking together in business as well as in life. Jaden Fulton, Dustin's daughter, spearheads all of the company's marketing efforts and helps manage the office. Jaden says that it's been wonderful watching her father build a quality business that treats employees and clients the right way. Jaden takes pride in the way that employees are treated like family too. Dustin never wants his family to see him doing business anyway, but in full honesty, love, and fairness. And this is carried over to their customers as well. When you have work done by Genesis 1-3, they treat you with integrity and Christian values. Find out what a difference family makes for your next electrical need and contact Genesis 1-3 Electric at klzradio.com slash light and let there be light. To Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. And we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We have Nick Baker joining us now. He is from Young Americans Foundation. He is the investigative news arm. Nick, welcome to Rush to Reason. How are you? Hey, John. Thanks so much for having me on. I'm no, great. I, no, I appreciate it very much. I heard from you yesterday. There's a couple of incidents that came up that maybe some folks have heard about. Maybe not, just really up here, just west of us at the University of Colorado, my hometown, by the way. Uh, let mm-hmm. us know what went on up there, by the way. Yeah, so at uh, CU Boulder, there's been some craziness going on there. Um, so we received tips from a couple of students there. Um, first of all, there is a professor of environmental science who um, dresses up as a butterfly in order to get over her climate anxiety. Um, so apparently she's afraid of the, the, the world supposedly going to end soon, and so she puts on a butterfly costume and uh, pretends to be a different species. What a weirdo. Uh, so that's interesting. Yeah. And then another incident um, involves the, the university there is inviting a um, non-binary researcher from New York to go and present the findings of his investigation into whether there is such a thing as a transgender accent. Transgender um, accent? So, yeah. Like southern sure. accent, you know. Be. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so this investigator okay. Re- I mean, investigator you're, you're, menace, you're so joking, right? <laughs> I wish. Unbelievable. So 
I, okay, I, again, I'm pretty dumb. Never went to college, Nick, so I, I don't have <laughs> a lot of these experiences that some of these other folks have. But I've always understood accents have a lot to do with, you know, maybe the part of the country that you're raised in. You know, we know Minnesotans have, you know, kind of that that Minnesota accent, if you would, and yeah. we, we know what that one's like. We also know people from Boston have a particular accent. New York can have mm-hmm. it. You go down south. I mean, we all know what those are like, and there's even accents in other areas of the world in the different languages that are there. We don't know that so much because of the way we speak English, but, you know, there's different accents even when it comes to somebody, for example, from the U.K. versus Australia versus even different parts of the U.K. So I've always understood that accents come from where you live and maybe how you were raised. How how in the world could you have an accent as a transgender person? Yeah, it's, it's not exactly clear. Um, so the way that they conducted this research um, was they, they had this non-binary person from uh, a New York State University, and then also um, this guy partnered up with some researchers from Harvard. And so they were funded with $6,000 from the, the school in New York, and so with that money, they recruited um, roughly 100 transgender and non-binary people to ask them to provide instructions for making lemonade. And from that point, they went ahead and uh, analyzed those recordings and concluded that they need more money to try and expand their scope of research. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Need more cashola. Imagine that. <laughs> All right, okay, back to our, uh, I guess it's a professor at the University of Colorado that seems to think she's, I guess, I mean, again, to get herself over climate change, she has to dress up like a butterfly. I mean, does she actually run around campus in some sort of (laughs) butterfly costume? Is she the caterpillar end of the, I mean, (laughs) how does this look? Yeah, so I wish I could share those photos over the airwaves, but... uh... They're pretty insane. Um, but so what we heard is she dresses up in this butterfly costume on the first day of class as she's going over the syllabus and everything. So if I was one of those students, I would be like, okay, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm done. Um, <laughs> You're done. We're gone. But apparently some people stick around. And so she um, encourages her students to get involved with the, the role-playing, to put on their own costumes, um, over that stress and anxiety over Earth's impending doom. Um, and so... Unbelievable. Fortunately, it sounds like she's not always in the costume, Okay, but she's in it pretty frequently. And uh, we also saw that she has had her students dress up in vegetable costumes in order to encourage plant-based diets. Um, she's dressed up herself as a bald eagle, not quite sure what that has to do with the whole climate change thing, but uh, yeah, all of it is pretty strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is extremely strange, and the stranger part is I'm assuming she's getting paid as somebody that's on the faculty of the University of Colorado. Am I right in that? Yeah, she's definitely making a, a pretty hefty salary there. To, it's not clear what she's accomplishing with this whole costume charade. And really quick, what is her actual class type? I mean, does she have one class, multiple classes? What is it she actually is in charge of? 
Yeah, so she is a um, creative climate communication professor. Creative climate communication professor. Okay, that that's like yeah. a new title. That's like a made-up title. I'm sorry, but that's a made-up title. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and she does have a few other classes, but this is the one that we, we looked into sure. here at Yaf. So she um, actually, and I'm reading this, this is your article, by the way. She begins her strange mm-hmm. ritual as a butterfly egg before proceeding through each stage of metamorphosis, <laughs> entering into a cocoon before coming out with wing. I mean, this is just wackadoodle stuff. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> e- even if you're trying to help people communicate, I mean, let's say that you are, in fact, somebody that really, which she does, believes in this whole climate nonsense and, you know, the, the ending of the earth, the doom is right around the corner and so on. Okay, wouldn't you find yourself trying to help those individuals better communicate to the rest of the world that the end is near without just running around saying <laughs> the end is near. Isn't that what this class should be about? Yeah, you would think so. Um, but I guess she has to, to implement the creative part a little bit somehow. Which most people, <laughs> and, and I'm just, just, word to her, and if you're, she's not listening, I know, but maybe somebody can send this to her. Word to her would be, if you're trying to be relevant to the people that you're trying to teach to communicate, stop acting like a wackadoodle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nick, I know that I know you and I are both laughing, but you know, there's a lot of truth to what I just said. You can't communicate effectively to somebody else if they look at you like you're a wackadoodle. Yeah, it's it's definitely not helping her rate my professor reviews. We saw a few of them on there um, with students complaining about how crazy she is, um, saying they can't take her seriously. And so, again, I would go back to the question, well, why did they stick around in that course? Um, but in some cases, it's a quiet course. Probably don't have a choice, yeah. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah. 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 So my okay. assumption is maybe they, they need to get their science credit in, and that yeah. was the only one available. Could yeah. be something like Wait, that. Wait, so, you know, those things, I, I fully understand that. I had a son that went to college up there, and there were certain things that you just yep. didn't have any choice to take depending upon the major that you were in and it, whether it became because of your schedule, the timing, all of you know. I mean, again, I've not been to college, but I've sent kids, so I kind of know a little bit about how that yep. works, Nick. And you yeah, don't always, you know, in their defense, you don't always get first choice, right? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, what's your website? How do folks find this? Yeah, so, you know, all this bizarreness, it's become far too common um, not only on college campuses, but also in K through 12 education. Yes. So, Young America's Foundation, we have um, student conferences, we have chapters called Young Americans for Freedom chapters, and we have a great speakers bureau, um, which allows students to bring um, speakers to, to counteract all this nonsense. Good. Um, so, anyone interested in that can visit our website at yaf.org, and on there they could. Click and click around and see those photos of the, the strange professor pretending to be a butterfly, um, as well as read all of our other articles and get registered for um, our upcoming events and everything. Awesome. Nick, it's been a joy having you, and I love talking to young people like yourself. And anytime something like this comes up, you want to get back on, you now, how to, you now know how to reach me. Let me know, and we'll have you back. Yeah, thanks so much. You're have very you welcome. Bye. Nick Baker, again, Young Americans. Uh, it's yaf.org, I should say. 
And uh, you just heard, you know, the different things that they're doing, how you can get involved. Maybe you've got a student that you would like to have get involved. Young Americans Foundation, by the way, is what YAF stands for. So uh, we'll have that link up on our website as well. All right, we'll take an early break. I've got another segment or two coming your way. American National Insurance is next, of course. And my good friend Paul Lewinberger wants to help you with your insurance needs and lots of things changing, not only here but across the country. But, yes, there's changes coming in the insurance world to Colorado. So please contact Uh, Paul, today, 303-662-0789. Paul Lewinberger will teach you how to pay for home insurance the right way, saving money on premiums while protecting yourself from catastrophic costs in the future. American National Insurance keeps premiums low by attracting clients who choose to self-insure the small stuff. Most people don't understand basic economics, so they file claims all the time, driving up the cost of insurance year after year. You listen to Rush to Reason, so you probably have a better head on your shoulders, financially speaking, than the average homeowner. Still, you can learn new strategies from Paul Lewinberger to practice responsible money management. The smartest homeowners only file claims in emergencies, opting to pay out-of-pocket for everyday expenses. Personal responsibility benefits everyone, enabling you to afford total loss coverage. Call John's personal insurance agent, Paul Lewinberger, with American National Insurance for details about his one-of-a-kind rebate program, 303-662-0789. Michael Bailey Law, he is our mobile estate planner, and you need to get with him to make sure your estate is always up to date. Call Michael today. Find him at klzradio.com. Mobile estate planner Michael Bailey knows that it is critical to update your estate plan, especially after all of the reminders that the holidays bring. Take Tom, for example. His estate plan used to be simple. 50% of his wealth went to his son, Alex, and the other 50 went to his wife. But then Alex came home for Christmas and told everyone that he's a communist. He even decorated the tree with hammer and sickle ornaments, and he gave everyone a copy of the Communist Manifesto. You love him, but you can't trust that if you die tomorrow, he won't give all your money and belongings away. You're certain that someday he'll grow out of it, but today is not that day. So reach out to Michael Bailey today at klzradio.com estate to cut Alex off for a while. Maybe leave him a box of pencils since he likes things that only work on paper. That address again is klzradio.com estate. All right, up next, Ridgeline Auto Brokers. Actually, Charlie and I were just talking about them. They've got a second location that's going to be coming online, most likely the very first part of March, first week of March, I should say. So we were just talking about that a moment ago and all the preparations that go into that. And, yes, they're getting things fired up. In the meantime, whatever you need, whether you're going to be up north or you're going to be in the Boulder area, so Fort Collins is the new location, Boulder is the current location, go to RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. 
Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutoBrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. And again, if you've got any issues at all with your furnace, we're heading into a cold weekend again. So, hey, if you need something done, give them a call today. Find them at klzradio.com. You never know what you're getting into when it comes to an HVAC system in a newly leased tenant-finished office space or store. But Cub Creek Heating and AC does. Cub Creek can be your company's heating and AC manager, so you can give back to business now. They follow a rigorous quarterly 21-point inspection, proactively preventing you from losing heating or cooling. Most HVAC companies have different teams for furnaces and air conditioners, but with Cub Creek, you get both in one team, so they get to know your entire system better. Cub Creek doesn't just swing by and change your filters occasionally. They understand your particular needs and equipment, so they'll be better able to prevent outages that cost you big time. Ream Pro Partners Cub Creek Heating and AC are fully licensed and all techs are NATE certified. Commercial financing is available, so call Cub Creek Heating and AC today at klzradio.com slash HVAC and get back to business. Now back to Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Article that caught my eye today because I'm a car guy and I watch these sorts of things. And you guys all know my background and what I've done in the past. But there is an article that was out today at the Denver Post. Actually, one of you sent this to me, but I'd already seen this, uh, you know, kind of some tidbits on this. So, hey, thank you for sending it. And and bringing it to my attention, sort of putting it at the top of the list, if you would. A bill before the legislature, Colorado legislature, would create a voucher program based on age of vehicle and income. Now, this is actually being introduced by a Republican out of Weld County, who's also, I believe, uh, running for office, Senator, or yeah, this is, in our case, Senator Barb Kirkmeyer, which I believe is also going to be running, uh, I need to double-check this, but I think, Charlie, she's running for cd Four as well, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I need to double-check that. I should have looked at that prior. doesn't matter. That's kind of irrelevant in this case. She is the one that is coming up with this bill that is going to go through Colorado Legislature. It's SB 24-095. It would provide an $850 voucher that would be redeemed at qualified shops, mechanics, if a resident's car or pickup could not pass the emissions inspection, and the resident qualified for an economic hardship waiver based on income and the age of the vehicle. This will be through the Department of Motor Vehicles. Now, we've had similar things to this in the past, and I think, to be honest with you, they, in a lot of cases, don't get used as much as people think. So I'm trying to figure out where where all this particular uh, bill is actually coming from. In other words... Is this a feel-good measure? Is this is this a way for 
you know, Barb to boost her well-knownness in that community. Um, again, I, I really don't know. I, to be honest with you, there's not a ton. She ran an eighth. Thank you, uh, Andy, for saying that. She ran an eighth this last time around. Thank you, by the way, Andy. I appreciate that. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't put all that together quickly enough. So thank you, Andy. I appreciate that. But again, I'm wondering, where is this coming from? And I don't have anything against Barb one way or the other, and I don't have any problem. I'll make sure I say this as well. I don't, I don't have any problem helping those that maybe are disenfranchised and have a hard time helping themselves. I, I get that. The problem that I have when it comes to helping people out with these types of repairs is it's never universal. In other words, everybody else is getting taxed to get an emissions test, because that's, in my opinion, what it is. And yet there's some folks out there that maybe can't pass a test, so now we're going to give them an $850 voucher, which, just as a side note, uh, if a vehicle needs a catalytic converter, for example, as a reason why it won't pass, that 850 is not doing anything. So, so Barb, I, you know, this is my problem with politicians. And, Barb, if you're listening, I would love to help you in the future on some of these things. You don't consult with the right people. I doubt seriously if anyone in our industry, my industry, has been a part of this decision on the 850. And maybe you have. If you did, great. You know, more power to you. But the problem is, in most cases, the biggest reason older vehicles are not going to pass emissions isn't because of a lack of a tune-up, which we don't even use that term anymore in the industry, but it's unlikely that it needs a fuel filter, spark plugs, and so on. Typically, there's more going on with the vehicle as to why it won't pass emissions. In a lot of cases, it's because the cat has failed or is about to fail. And in that case, you're talking several thousand dollars to put a catalytic converter on it, not 850 And if they don't have $850, they are not going to have the other 850 or $1,600 or $1,700 to go on top of the 850 to fix it in the first place. So frankly, this isn't going to do anything at the end of the day. John and Cheyenne, you're next. Hey, John. Um, after your last gas coup is hilarious, how proud are you of your hometown? Oh, John, it's why I don't live there anymore. And I have a second question for you. How much of your state taxes go to support CU? I was thinking of that when I was talking to him, and that would be something that, you know, honestly, guys, I don't have a lot of time to delve into that. For some of you out there that are pretty good brainiacs and want to dig into some of that for me and can come back and say for each dollar we as tax, you know, we taxpayers pay, how much actually goes to the University of Colorado, because they have offsets and things as well, John. They get, you know, there's endowments in the football program, brings in money and this, that, and the other. It'd be, yeah, it would be nice to know how much actual tax dollars go up there. Yeah, I know, because there's a push right now. A couple of our legislators want to get rid of the entire DEI department at UW because they say we're not going to fund that anymore. So if you don't have your own money, you're going to have to fire everybody. And there's, of course, the certain group that's flipping out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yep. The other thing is how many of those people that can't afford to fix their car are not just going to come north of the border and get a non-California-compliant cat to just get it through emissions? Great question. In this particular case, of course, they're talking about, you know, you know, uh, approved yeah. technicians in the area that could do said repair, which would eliminate them from doing what you just said. But how many of them do that in the first place? I, you know, I can't answer that. I don't know. So yeah, I'm sure some do. I mean, if you 
say you've got a my truck, the 2011 Ram 1500 needs a new cat, and I don't need a California cat. That should be less than a thousand, shouldn't it? Um, yeah, you'll be pushing a thousand even on a non-California cat anymore. Yes. But They're not cheap. I mean, p- point being, even the 850 on a non-California compliant cat, which you can't use in Colorado, isn't enough. Yeah, that's right. So this doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. I mean, what? How many of those vehicles that are not passing are still on the road? Because they're just not renewing the registration. They just don't care anymore. Yeah, according to her, there is a bunch. But, again, I would debate that because I doubt very seriously if there's that many out there that aren't passing. And she's got a statement saying that they contribute 100 times more pollution than other cars. Again, I oh, would I would have please. a hard time with that one. I'd have to look at the actual data on that, and I'd like to know who's backing up that data. John, i got another call i got to run to. Appreciate you, by one. the way, though, always. Uh, Bill in North Glen, go ahead, sir. Uh, let's remember that that uh, professor up there at uh, CU Boulder is getting para public employee. Oh, that's right. Retirement. Yes, retirement. Absolutely. Uh, 100% of salary for the rest of her life, life plus cost of living for acting like a demented fool in front of everybody. Yep. And we're all paying for it. And we're Yeah, and Bill, and maybe this is something I'll give you a little homework on. I'd like to know, like John said, how much of our tax dollars actually go to CU, because I don't know what that percentage is. And you know, if you took $1 out of everything we spend as a taxpayer, how much goes up there? Is it $0.10, cents, $0.20, cents, $0.30? Cents? I have no idea. I think that is subject to change every year by what the legislature does to fund them. I don't think yeah, and I think some of that even goes down to how much other funding do they get in on an annual basis as well. And I, again, Bill, I don't know that number. I just don't. Uh, liberalism is a mental illness. Yeah, it sure it's is. It sure is. Bill, thanks, as always. I appreciate you. Nope, you're always good. I appreciate it very much. Now, back to the catalytic, oh, not catalytic converter, back to the emissions, $850. There are some qualifiers for that. The bill would create a rebate program to increase the use of electric lawn and garden equipment, commitment, or equipment, I should say. The rebates would return up to 30% of the cost of a piece of equipment, or $150, whichever is less. Again, Barb, I don't know where you're coming up with this and why. You're a conservative, or you're supposed to be. This is not a conservative bill, and at the end of the day, it's not going to help anything or anyone, and it's definitely not going to help anything when it comes to our ozone problem, ozone pollution problem in Colorado. I'm sorry, it's just not. This isn't going to make a pimple on the behind of it. Sorry to say it that way, but it's just not. So, Barb, I don't know where you're getting your numbers from, and again, I'm guessing you haven't talked to anybody in my industry the automotive industry to verify these things and i'm trying to figure out why you know you, you only get so many options to put bills through i believe it's two or three in the state of colorado charlie i can't remember but it's a low number why are you wasting one of those on this and barb we've got a lot of other things we could be working on and i'm confused as to why this is high priority to you maybe you can send me a direct message and tell me why and i'm more than willing to even have you on and interview you and find out exactly what your what your take is on this but i don't see this as anything at the end of the day is going to fix anything so roof savers of colorado coming up next speaking of, speaking of fixing things dave would love to help you with whatever your roof needs and when i say whatever it needs it could be just one shingle could be the entire roof replaced could be a gutter that you've got an issue with it could be any number of things that you're having trouble with when it comes to your roof and dave is there to help you with all of those things 303-710-6916 with hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching we here at roof savers colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in 
With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. All right. In closing on this bill, the only thing that I could maybe see that Barb is justifying by putting, Barb Kirkmeyer is justifying by putting this bill through, is there's a provision in the bill, third provision, that would require the Air Quality Control Division to use photochemical air quality monitoring to provide data on pollution concentrations along the front range. Now, maybe she's throwing a bone out on these other two areas to get that done, and that's the whole justification for doing this. And if it is, great. I don't know, by the way, what using the photochemical air quality modeling would do versus what we do now. I am not an expert in that world. I Honestly, folks, I cannot tell you how we currently do that. Frankly, don't care. I know from being a native and living here my entire life, I've seen the brown cloud continue to diminish year after year after year. I don't know that I personally need any kind of monitoring devices to see that. I've watched it my whole life. I've lived here that long where I can remember what it used to look like. And what I will tell you is the less gravel slash salt mix, because that's the way we used to handle all of our roads here, and the more pure salt we use, the more the cloud continues to diminish. There's only but a few cities left along the Front Range or communities that still use sand-salt mix. Everybody else has, for the most part, switched over to just flat-out straight salt, which, by the way, has some of its own negativity. But regardless, that has been, by and large, that and the fact that cars have gotten better and better and better, period. But those two things has really eliminated a lot of what we see, which on a day like today, we have very, very little brown cloud, giving even the warm day that we have right now, which, which again— Typically, in the wintertime is when you see more of that inversion, those things happening, more cold, warm. About, you guys know how that works. I don't have to get into that. But anyways, we'll be right back. Hour number three is next. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.